This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Have you seen the stories that uh, Americans are now being told not to travel to Canada, even if they have the vaccine? No. What do you mean? <laughs> Americans. Remember when we closed the border down and up here in Canada, we're like, whoa, thank goodness the border's closed because... The USA has not got it together with this whole COVID thing. Did you see the spring break photos? You know, you'd see pool parties of them during the height of the pandemic. Yeah, they're, like, how are they're they not crazy down there. Keep them out of Canada. Well, now we're at the point where um, the American government is saying, do not travel to Canada to U.S. citizens, uh, even if they have the vaccine, because the spread here in Canada, I think it's poised possibly today to eclipse the United States in terms of not good. <laughs> not goodness. Not goodness. Huh. It, yeah, we're uh, we're trending in the wrong direction, U.S. trending in the right direction. They're saying don't cross the border into Canada, even if it is to get some ketchup, because here's where we win. United States currently having a ketchup shortage. The president of Kraft Heinz in the U.S. says that there's been a surge in demand for ketchup packets driven by accelerated delivery and takeout trends, and they just can't keep up. However, a spokesperson for Heinz Canada says there's no such shortage looming here in the Great White North. Hmm, because Canadians are smart enough to buy your own, uh, I don't know if you call it a jug, what do you call it? just like the normal bottle? container? Ketchup a bottle. bottle. Yeah, yeah, ketchup bottle. Yeah. Everybody's got a ketchup bottle in their in, fridge. In their glove box. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> under the seat. Right. We will continue to work with our food service operators to ensure their orders are filled in a timely way, says Heinz Canada. So there is, there's no shortage going on here. Thank God. I don't know what I'd do. My son would freak. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's, uh, he's a ketchup every meal guy on everything eh? right if he refuses to eat something we just smear ketchup <laughs> all over that and it's he'll scarf it down the secret sauce you're allergic to tomatoes right i'm so allergic to ketchup? tomatoes so there's another you know you're welcome everybody there's one more person not consuming ketchup <laughs> in this country allowing those who really need yeah. it to, to get it in them. The ketchup needy, as we call them. <laughs> That's right. I don't even like ketchup. I mean, I'll eat it on a burger, but I would never put it on something. Like, if it comes on the McDonald's burger, I'll eat it, but I would never make a burger at my own house and put ketchup on it. Craft dinner? Will you put ketchup in there? No. Nah. No, nah, I just eat it plain. French fries. You do ketchup? No. Are you a vinegar guy? I love the malt Hate vinegar. vinegar. Hate vinegar. Really? What do you put on your French fries, Jim? Salt. That's it. Maybe maybe a little gravy, maybe cheese curd. Yeah, you're kind of boring. You, I am. You're a plain chip guy too, right? Yeah, you I don't love like salty fl- plain stuff. You I don't like, like flavored chips. You just like plain chips. And again, I like ketchup chips. Like I'll eat them if I've am out of chip if I've smoked enough weed and I'm out of chips. <laughs> but I would never buy them. You wouldn't go out of your way for the ketchup nah. chips. You're, you're, My girlfriend loves the ketchup though. You're a regular guy. Mm-hmm. Canada, we've got plenty of it. The United States, they're trying to catch up. Hello. <laughs> yeah, dad jokes. Oh, yeah. No, catch up down there. Mustard. 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 <laughs> what the heck is going on in Detroit? 59-year-old home inspector in Detroit, he has been arrested 
because while he was inspecting a house for some new buyers, he was alone in the house and he decided to, how do you put this? Tickle himself with an Elmo doll. (laughs) He made love to, to an Elmo doll that he found in the house. Now they know this, they know this because they had a nanny cam set up. Thank God. Cause like, was he just going to put it back? I'm assuming it's in a child's room. It was, I saw the camera. He put the, he put the Elmo doll on the floor, laid on top of it and then put it back. I think back into the children's closet. It was right in front of, um, uh, a crib. It's disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) It's not. The animal, the sounds it makes, that Elmo doll. What is wrong with you? It does vibrate vibrate a little (laughs) bit when you squeeze it. This guy, man, honestly, that's so disgusting. (laughs) Thank God they had the nanny cam. His name's Kevin. He's been hit with charges of aggravated indecent exposure, malicious destruction of property. So I guess they had to throw the Elmo out. You would think so. (laughs) Right. Burn it. Yeah, get the demons out. Uh, The judge has also banned him from being alone inside any homes. (laughs) Does that include his own? (laughs) (laughs) But that's this guy's job is to go into people's homes. I mean, I'm surprised he was there by himself. I would never let a home inspector into my house. Just to wander around. Unless I knew the guy. Yeah, just unless... Yeah, no, it's just a it's just a bad idea. Well, I've heard of that before. Like, if people are selling their house, they will set up cameras because it's not just home inspectors that are going in. There's real estate agents, and we've heard in the past stories about real estate agents hooking up with other people. Yeah, that's right. You know, using bedrooms for, for booty calls during sure. open houses and stuff like that. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I understand setting the cameras up if you're going to let people into your home and you're not going to be there. Mm-hmm. I wonder if there's anyone listening who has caught somebody in their house. They didn't realize they were being watched. There's yeah. so many, like the ring cameras and people have cameras every, everywhere they can pull up on their phone. Did you, have you ever caught someone in your house? They thought they were alone. They thought they could do whatever they wanted, but you saw everything. Do you remember that video? I think it was from Ontario somewhere where the guy was a plumber and he was fixing a kitchen sink and instead of asking where the bathroom was he just took a mug out of the cabinet peed yes, in the mug and poured it the down sink. the sink and, and for some was reason Toronto. there was a camera in there too yeah they had the camera on him the guy peed in a mug <laughs> and then dumped the pee down the sink instead of just going to the bathroom which is so funny I know every contractor has a sneaky way to pee around the job site or something or on the road but I've never seen that one before <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's Taz and Jim. Who's this? This is Scott. How's it going? Scott, good. Have you caught someone on camera doing something in, in your house when they thought they were alone? Not necessarily in the house, but on the front porch. There was The guy was dropping off flyers and decided he was going to pick his wedgie, and hands were right down his pants. Needless to say, we, we just put on some gloves and threw out those flyers right away. But Oh, no. <laughs> if I, <laughs> I can send you. I, I don't know. The ring only saves videos for so long, but... Uh, I can try and look back in the history and send it to you if I can find the it. The wedgie guy. And he was really digging. Oh, like hands were inside the underwear and pants. Like, butt crack was out. Like, that's how deep it <laughs> yeah, it, it sounds like it might have been more than just just trying to get the wedgie out there. Yeah. He yeah, might have had some issues. Some Something was going on. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. Well, what made you review the tape? Why, why did you, was there a smell to the flyer? When there's why movement, did you decide, the ring camera goes off. Oh, yeah, it says there's someone yeah. outside the door. And there's, you some, just, there's a person at your door, and then you, and, you know, I don't look at every single one, but I just happen to look at that one, and then I have to God. show my wife afterwards. Yeah, who, so. who knows what else they're picking when they drop off your, <laughs> your packages. Tennis and Jim, Game of Palooza. Brought to you by Pizza Nova. This is Owen Wilson's Super Powered Wows. Our contestant is James Barley. Hi, James. How's it going? Good. You a uh, superhero guy? Uh, You can say that. Yeah? So you know the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Pretty well. You excited that Owen Wilson has joined it? He's going to be on the new Loki TV show, right? Oh, I've been a fan of his since uh, way back, so yeah. Cool. Well, this is going to be really exciting for you then, because Owen Wilson, now that he's in the MCU, is meeting all sorts of different superheroes. You guess which ones he's meeting, and we'll hook you up with some Lotto Max tickets, okay? Sounds good. Owen, who, who are you there with? Wow, well, let me check my file here. Have a scene. Well, what, are you, what are you talking about? You're fighting aliens with just a bow? Come on. You're a maniac. Wow. That, that's all you got, Owen? I mean, I, I, I gotta be honest. I don't even know that much about this guy. I had to Google his name. Avengers guy with a bow. I was like, come on, who is this guy? Never seen him before. But I'll tell you, we'll give you a call if we have to shoot an apple off Thanos' head, okay? Wow. Who's he talking about there? You have to say Hawkeye on that one? He's going wow. with the Hawkeye. Yeah, that, you know what that wow means. You're right. Come in, big guy. Wow. You're, you're a monster. You're like the jolly green giant with attitude. What are you talking about? You used to be a scientist. Gamma rays? What? Wow. But you got a big heart, and that's what I love about you. Wow. <laughs> what superhero is Owen Wilson hanging out with there? That's got to be the Hulk. I believe it is. Wow. Yeah. Okay, go for the perfect score here, James. Owen Wilson's super-powered wows. Wow, let me... Do I even need a file for you? Wow. It is an honor. So let me... What are you talking about? Your superpower is just being really, really rich? At least you're using it for good and not evil like Jeff Bezos. Let me... Let me... Let me try your suit on. Come on. Come on, let me... Let me fly around that thing. Look, ka-chow, ka-chow, ka-chow. Guns into my hands. Ka-chow, flying everywhere. Come on, Pepper Potts. Wow. Who's Owen Wilson wowing about there? Tony Stark, a.k.a. Iron Man. Wow. You are good at this game, James. And you could be on your way to building your own Iron Man suit with $25 million. That's the jackpot for uh, Lotto Max tonight. And you've got $100 in lines, courtesy of Taz and Jim. Thank you very much. And Owen Wilson. Thanks, Owen. No problem. Wow. <laughs> what are you talking about, Taz? I'll be back. Now, how do we set this up here? Okay, so we were talking <laughs> moments ago, we were talking about the uh, home inspector in Michigan got caught getting it on with an Elmo doll in a home that he was working at. Didn't think anyone would find out about it, but they had a nanny cam set up. So we, we asked you guys, the Taz and Jim listeners, 
have you ever caught somebody on camera doing something they shouldn't be doing? And we got a call live on the air from a guy. He said, I don't know if this story is appropriate for the radio. We said, well, all right, why don't you just hang on a second? We'll talk to you off the air. We'll record the story, and then we'll decide whether or not we should play it on the radio. This is something else. I, I don't think he really understands what we were going for here, but should we do it, Jim? I guess we have to he, now, right? He wants us. I think he wants us to do it. Okay. Warning. Listener discretion is advised. So if you've got some young ones, they may not want to hear what this guy has to say. It's a little bit odd. Here we go. Me and Max, were, uh, we were at a hotel, and we were uh, we were doing a little, you know, <laughs> we were doing coke, and <laughs> and then we made a sex tape, and, uh, well, like, you know, we didn't obviously put it on Facebook or anything, but, yeah, I just want to tell you guys that. <laughs> but if you can put that in technical terms on the radio, that'd be Sweet. Well, hold on. So you you caught yourselves on camera having sex, yeah. And then who saw it? Uh, her her family. <laughs> Accidentally, they found the tape. Oh no! I was kind of like hung over, and I didn't give a. Shit. I told my fam, my parents, and. <laughs> okay. Yeah, this is maybe a story you don't want on the radio. I think you're right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. Like I said, I don't care if you guys want to put it in technical terms or okay. I mean, you know, all right. make a story about it. I don't know. Sure. <laughs> all right. So you made a sex tape. That's great. Thanks for the call. <laughs> all right, dude. Bye. Nice to hear from Hunter Biden this morning, though. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for calling in, Hunter. Nice surprise. Look at the book. <laughs> Sounds like he's pretty proud of himself there. He shouldn't be. You might be an exhibitionist if <laughs> you make a sex tape and then show it to your family. What? I don't want to know more. I was hungover, didn't care. That story went off the rails. Yeah. Well, it went on the rails. <laughs> and then it went off the rails. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. We were looking for somebody caught you doing something <laughs> on camera, not you caught yourself on camera. Doing something. Thank you, though. Thank you for your contribution. Yeah. And I don't know how exactly would we put that into technical terms. <laughs> <laughs> you guys figure it out. I don't know. <laughs> uh, what's the technical term for doing cocaine and making a sex tape? As if we didn't have enough to worry about across the globe right now. Elon Musk's uh, company Neuralink, his co-founder of that company, says, we probably could build Jurassic Park right now if we wanted to. <laughs> Huh? Don't you see the danger, John, inherent uh, in what you're doing here? Genetic power is the most awesome force the planet's ever seen, but you wield it like a, a kid that's found his dad's gun. Your scientists were so preoccupied with whether or not they could that they didn't stop to think if they should. Yeah, this is real, Jim. Elon Musk, uh, his company Neuralink, which say they are going to be ready to implant computer chips in people's brains by the end of this year. Hmm. They also say if they wanted to, they could build a Jurassic Park. It wouldn't be exactly like in the movie. Not genetically authentic dinosaurs, but maybe 15 years of breeding and engineering to get super exotic novel species. So hmm. what was the one? Is that the Jurassic World? They're going to make new dinosaurs. They're not yeah. going to bring back the old dinosaurs. They're going to... Yeah. So you crossbreed some Komodo dragons and some chickens and whatever other ancestors they have Maybe and see throw what happens. A giraffe in there, get the <laughs> long necks going. Brontosaurus style. Hippos. Yeah. 
Reptile DNA. That's like ingredient number one. Sure. I guess they do have the cloning technology. Isn't it crazy that Dolly sheep was was uh, cloned like 10, more than 10 years ago, and we haven't heard that much about cloning since then? So what kind of sketchy cloning, like... It, I just I bet you there's a whole underground cloning scene going on right now that we have no idea about. Could be. Because they've already the technology is there and they know, it, we stopped talking about it. They know how to do it. Well, I, I see sheep walking around my neighborhood all the time. And they're exactly like this last one you saw. I'm always suspicious. <laughs> where where'd all these sheep come from? Must be a test tube. <laughs> uh, yeah. Crazy. Hmm. But the problem is, even though I've seen the Jurassic Park movies. If they built this place, I would want to go. Would you go? I would. I think I would. Well, here, if they built it, you know, three months later, the people who are like free willy and hate all the water park or all the zoos and animal enclosures would be there trying to let the dinosaurs out into the wild. That's the problem too. You can't trust people. That's the the issue. I I don't think it's the dinosaurs, guys. <laughs> They're just trying to live their best lives. Right. The dinosaurs are just trying to do what dinosaurs do. It's the people that are trying to lock them in cages. Uh-huh. Trying to manipulate their DNA to make them fiercer, bigger, stronger. Sure. sure. Just like not looking forward to like walking my dog down the street and then a big pterodactyl comes swoops down and grabs it. <laughs> like, Damn you, Elon! Like I said, we've got enough to worry about right now. And now, the winner is... Devin Peacock. I want to see you peacock. 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 Time for sports peacock. with our sports guy, Devin peacock. peacock from Global News Radio. Hey, Dev. Hey, guys. Heartbreaking story about a former NFL player breaking yesterday. Here's a clip from the NBC Nightly News. Unspeakable tragedy. There's nothing about this right now that makes sense to any of us. Police say former NFL player Philip Adams shot and killed 70-year-old Robert Leslie, a prominent doctor, his wife Barbara, and their two grandkids, only nine and five years old, as well as a 38-year-old man working on the property, critically injuring a second worker before taking his own life in a bedroom at his nearby parents' home. Adams' father choked up, speaking to NBC station WCNC. Yeah, he was a good kid. He, uh, I think the football messed him up. Police today reading an emotional statement from the victim's families. There are no answers that will satisfy the question why. We are sure of one thing. We do not grieve as those without hope. Adams was a 2010 draft pick of the San Francisco 49ers who played for six NFL teams. The league releasing a statement. Our hearts go out to the families and friends of the victims of this devastating tragedy. Yeah, really unimaginable stuff here. Uh, Dev, we don't know. Do we know the connection between the doctor and Philip Adams at this point? Uh, what we do know is the doctor was treating Adams. Um, the The exact nature of all that hasn't been uh, fully uh, uh, explained, but he uh, they did have a relationship. He was treating Adams, and so when you see a story like this, I mean, uh, there's no motive that has been attached to all of this, but given the fact he did have uh, multiple concussions in his NFL career, uh, given the fact this happened, it does lead you in the direction of uh, potentially a CTE and uh, some sort of uh, issue that has led other uh, pro athletes, in particular former NFL players, to uh, be violent towards others and themselves. Yeah, man, the concussions, scary thing. 
When I heard the story, it reminded me instantly of Chris Benoit, the former uh, professional wrestler who who killed his family and then himself, and they examined his brain and said it was just you know completely rewired because of all the damage he had taken to the head over his career, right? Well, yeah, I think of you know someone like Junior Seau who uh, took his own life, a former uh, linebacker for the Chargers and for the Patriots. When he took his own life, he shot himself in the chest because he wanted them to examine his brain. In this case, uh, Philip Adams uh, shot himself in the head, it appears, but that does not mean that um, he necessarily did or did not want anything, just that he was, uh, uh, appears to be in a very uh, dark and sick place and uh, tragedy unfolded in the absolute worst way. Yeah. Three weeks before that Chris Benoit incident, he was in the studio with us. Jim, were you here for that? Did you meet Chris no. Benoit? Oh, my God. Yeah, he was the nicest guy. He was in the studio promoting. He was on tour uh, promoting uh, professional wrestling. And uh, we had a young wrestling fan come in, and he signed autographs, and he was shaking our hands, and we were laughing. And when that story broke three weeks later, just beside myself, like, you, you can't, I can't understand what, what these guys must be going through in their heads, right? And the, and the struggle daily with their own thoughts if they could do something like this. Obviously, our condolences going out to the victims, the family, and the friends, and we'll uh, keep an eye on, on the story as it develops. Thanks, Dev. Is Shaq the greatest guy ever? Like this story, he's awesome. I love Shaq, always have. Shaq was, he went to the mall because he needed some hoop earrings. <laughs> and he was in a jewelry store and decided to pay for the engagement ring of just some random stranger who happened to be in the store as well. Here he is telling the story. I went in there to get some loop earrings and I seen the guy come in. He was just so shy. He was saying, hey, how much do I owe to pay off my ring? It was just, and I was like, my man, I'm, I'm, how much is the ring? And this is something that I do every day. The other day, me and my mom went furniture shopping and this lady, uh, she had a autistic daughter, mm. and you know she was also, you know, looking to pay for some furniture. And I just, I just took care of her. So I'm meant to, meant to making people happy. So whenever I leave the house, I just try to do a, a good deed. Okay. Note to self: follow, follow Shaq Shaq. around the city, <laughs> yeah. going every expensive store. Be like, ah, <laughs> my, uh, my brother just broke his leg, and we need a new ATV. <laughs> yeah, I'm just here at the Ferrari dealership. <laughs> what a coincidence! There's Shaq. Hey, bud. Pretty awesome. That's uh, cool. Shaq didn't want uh, notice or uh, people to know he was. He didn't post this on social media himself, but somebody in the store started filming when they realized what was going on. And the the guy who was in there to pay off his engagement ring, he didn't, at first he said, no, Shaq, I can't let you do that. And Shaq's like, I do it all the time. It's like, okay. <laughs> it's like, it's literally 10 cents to me. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's great. And it's awesome. But I wonder if his soon to be fiance has seen the photo and it ruined the surprise of the engagement ring, right? Oh, the guy, because he didn't have to pay for it himself. What's he going to do with all the money he saved? Does she think he's still going to spend it on her? <laughs> Is that how that works? I wouldn't well, tell her. Hold on a second. You got $3,000 that you didn't have to spend on me. I'm expecting something else. <laughs> the engagement ring was Shaq, but wait till you see my ideas for the uh, wedding band. <laughs> <laughs> they follow uh, Charles, Charles Barkley. Barkley. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Charles Barkley. <laughs>
<laughs> kudos to Shaq for doing the good deeds out there. And yeah, if you ever see him in a in a department store, fill up your cart and just keep <laughs> lurking. What a near sad him. look on your face. <laughs> Kids, start crying. Tear your pants. <laughs> and now, the winner is... Devin Peacock. I want to see you peacock. Peacock. Sports time. We've got Devin Peacock from Global News Radio with us. Dev, who's leading at the Masters? Right now, Justin Rose is leading at the Masters, and he is uh, off to a very, very good start. You know... Uh, we were talking uh, the other day how it was apparently looking like the course was reading a little, uh, little hard, uh, and um, for the most part, uh, you know, it uh, uh, did lead to some struggles for some players. But Justin Rose has a four-shot lead after uh, day one, so uh, it wasn't playing hard for Justin Rose. It was uh, it was a pretty easy uh, day one. Doesn't mean the entire uh, Masters is going to be that way, but. Justin Rose way out in front after the first day. And let's talk about a hot Toronto Maple Leafs goalie. Yeah, I mean, if anyone's hotter than Justin Rose right now, it's uh, Jack Campbell. He has set the record for wins in a row by a Leaf uh, goaltender. He beat uh, a record that he had tied with my favorite uh, Leaf uh, from back in the day, which was uh, Felix Potvin. But uh, Jack Campbell has now uh, set a franchise record for wins in a row for the Toronto Maple Leafs. That happened the other day when the Leafs beat the uh, Canadiens 3-2. And it's uh, pretty cool that he's uh, done this now. And a sticky situation in baseball. Yeah, Trevor Bauer, who is uh, very talkative on social media, uh, likes to mix it up. He is uh, talking on social media again. He was tweeting last night, upset at reports about uh, what he calls clickbait, about how balls that he was using on Wednesday have been sent to New York for examination because they appeared to be sticky and had visible markings on them. Mm. And so he is uh, calling this a little desperate uh, by uh, national media. He is not a fan of MLB Commissioner Rob Manfred. And uh, we'll see what comes from this. There are also reports that uh, Major League Baseball may not be able to confirm that he was the one who altered the balls if the balls were, in fact, altered. And I will say, in, not that I'm defending Bauer in any way, but if you have visible markings on balls and they're sticky, I mean, that's pretty obvious. Like, he's not the only one who touches the ball. So if that's the way you're going to cheat, it feels like a pretty easy way to get caught. <laughs> uh, I'm just imagining people who tuned in at the very end of this conversation <laughs> heard you talking about sticky balls, multiple hey, people touching the sticky balls. Listen, the, the weather was pretty warm yesterday. I think a lot of people had sticky balls. <laughs> it was just hand sanitizer. That's all that was on there, right? Everybody's uh, everybody's trying to stay sanitary. Dev, have a great weekend. Thanks, man. Any more uh, outdoor plans for you? Over the weekend, Jim? No, no, I'm, I'm limited. I do have a dislocated shoulder that I'm recovering from right now. Maybe a walk, maybe a drive. I, I can't golf, so what else is there to do? Have you started your exercises? Have you gone to a physio appointment yet? I have not next week, though. Did they give you anything at the hospital? What do you mean? Like, stretch out your arm, no. do this, don't do this. no. They just pop it back in and send you on your way. Give you a sling and say, keep it in there so it doesn't pop back out. No, I, 
It's I, I've been kind of like moving it around, but very little. I don't want to. I like the last thing I want is for it to pop out again. I'd have to go back to the hospital, so I'm being very careful. Um, sleeping with it out of the sling is a little nerve wracking too. Yeah, because like my alarm goes off, and then like my right arm is the one that shoots out to go turn it off instinctively. Yeah, so a few times this morning, I hit snooze once, and both times my right arm went for it. I was like, I got to be careful here. What's so you've dislocated your shoulder? Yeah. What's the difference between dislocating it and separating? Separating it. Dislocating it is when the shoulder pops out of the socket, so your arm like is no longer in the spot where it's supposed to be. When you separate your shoulder, which I've also done when I was nineteen, uh, that's when the ligament that's on your shoulder that connects your shoulder to your arm actually is torn. What did you do when you were 19? You didn't fall off a skateboard back then. No, I it was at a buck and dough. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> and some guy, like my older brother's buddy, picked me up on his shoulders. Uh-huh. And you know, it's like the Lex Luthor, the rack, and you start spinning the guy around, that kind of thing. Sure. Or Lex Luger, sorry, from the WWE. Yeah. Spun me around, and then my feet hit somebody else who was like not paying attention, and then he dropped me. And I landed directly on my shoulder. So it wasn't my fault. Right. You're going to blame it on the person that should have been looking out for two drunk people on top of each other spinning around. No, because I, w- I was not paying attention. Like, it was my brother's older buddy. So it's like, I'm the guy that's like, oh, give him a noogie. You know, so he just like randomly uh, okay. picked me up. You so I wasn't involved. You didn't get on his shoulders voluntarily. No, no, no. This was like fireman's carry over his shoulders, not like chicken fights. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that sucked, and I was out. I had to, I had to quit my job, and I was out for like a, almost two months with that one. Have you ever ever sustained an injury that wasn't completely avoidable and a little bit silly? Isn't that the nature of almost every injury ever? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> every injury is silly. Nobody's really proud of their... Unless you were saving a child who fell from a window and you broke both your shoulders as he landed in your arms. What What's a great injury? You just summed it up perfectly. <laughs> something heroic or if you like you fell off a skateboard if you did like an epic or you're attempting to do like a triple kick flip ollie off a half pipe and you separated your shoulder and i just missed it right like i didn't quite stick the landing yeah that would be cooler than uh skateboarding for five minutes after getting your five five seconds seconds, sorry after getting your skateboard and, and then doing it well i'm glad you're doing okay and we don't have time to to run down the list of all your buck and doe injuries from back no, in the day. No, there's many. <laughs> I'm like uh, Mick Foley over here with my buck and doe <laughs> injuries. <laughs> they would uh, in Mitchell, Ontario. They would park an ambulance out front of every buck and doe preemptively, knowing if Jim Kelly was there. <laughs> We're talking about this internet trend. Everyone's uh, picking people to play their parents in the movie about their life. And we've got a call here. Hey, who's this? This is Steph. Hey, Steph. What's going on? So we're talking about who would play our parents, right? Yeah. Sigourney Weaver is my mother. Like, they look the exact same. It's creepy. I've been saying it for years, and she disagrees. And then my dad is a hard Danny DeVito. (laughs) Your dad? There's a lot of Danny DeVito dads out there. He shrunk, like, three inches when he broke his back, and he's just salty. It's awesome. I love it. Is your mom tall? Because Sigourney Weaver's a very tall woman, right? She's not super tall, but she's definitely taller than my dad. It's, she has, my mom still has like the Sigourney Weaver and alien hair. 
That's awesome. You, you're oh, yeah, safe if a real. xenomorph ever breaks into your house. <laughs> no one would mess with my mom. She's crazy, too. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good one, guys. Thanks, Steph. You better keep your Sigourney Weaver mom away from my uh, Bill Murray dad. Those, oh. those two got some real chemistry. <laughs> yeah, you might open up a portal somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> No, you got to find someone's dad who looks like Rick Moranis for that. <laughs> <laughs> and we've got some more coming in. I, the visuals, the the people you'd never expect to see together. Like my mom would be Sarah Connor from Terminator, and my dad would be Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> says one of our listeners. I responded, "That's an awesome visual. I hope you're not joking. Not at all." Someone's fighting out of their weight class. Yeah. <laughs> Good for Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> I think a lot of it is. Like, there was a lot of like Danny DeVito's and somebody like Penelope Cruz and Seth Rogen were two comments. Like, <laughs> good for your dad, man. <laughs> yeah, it's like, how did these dads end up with these moms? <laughs> uh, my dad is 100% Tom Selleck. Here's a picture. Oh my God, this guy's dad looks exactly like Tom Selleck. You see that one, Jim? No, was that a text? Yeah, look at look at it. I responded. I said one thousand percent Tom Selleck. You see it? Wait, is that not Tom Selleck? That's that's the guy's dad. That's not no, Tom Selleck. No, it's not his dad. That's the guy's dad. That's not that he looks just like Tom Selleck. It does look it's like a, a headshot. headshot. I know. No, that's not Tom Selleck. So this, your dad wants to be Tom Selleck. You right. know what I mean? And he's really leaning into the Selleck. Someone told him once that he kind of looks like Tom Selleck, and he's like, well, I'm going to grow my mustache even thicker then. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a good one. My mom would be played by Elvira. My dad would be the guy on the front of the zigzag rolling papers pack. <laughs> <laughs> like pirate guy? <laughs> Does he have the twirly mustache? <laughs> <laughs> wow! Right, some facial a hair. Pull. Elvira, holy cow! Yeah, careful. <laughs> low, <laughs> that's some low, weird low cut uh, black gowns yeah. around the house. Yeah, I'm getting a bit of an Oedipus complex over here. She's not your mom. I'm not getting it from my. I'm saying I'm. I'm feeling one from this guy. Okay. What if I was like, <laughs> oh yeah, my mom, Pam Anderson, super hot. Yeah. <laughs> my dad, Danny DeVito. <laughs> It's with deep sorrow that Her Majesty the Queen announces the death of her beloved husband, His Royal Highness Prince Philip, Duke of Edinburgh. His Royal Highness passed away peacefully this morning at Windsor Castle. Further announcements will be made in due course. The royal family will join people around the world in mourning his loss. Yes, uh, Prince Philip has passed away. And... Um, he, 99, man, he he really hung on. That guy. Solid run. He saw some stuff. Especially in his position, man. Right. Over the past hundred years, being a member of the royal family, a high-ranking member of the royal family, like, just imagine the things that yeah. he was involved in. I mean, living through World War II, like, in his prime, like, right. he saw all of that. Alone. The Oprah Meghan Markle interview. He saw that. What a range. (laughs) I bet that. Two wars. That had him wishing that he went about two months ago. I bet you. I bet you watched the interview and said, I missed the war. How awkward is the funeral going to be? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. The tabloids are going to be all over this now because of that. 
Yeah, this is. Uh, I mean, for for us, I haven't watched The Crown, so it's not a huge big big deal for me. But I'm sure, my wife is going to be pretty devastated about this. And in England, you're right. The tabloids, the mm-hmm. media, they're going to be going crazy with the news that Prince Philip has died at age 99. He's got a text message here. Hey, Taz and Jim, who's the oldest person you guys have met? I work as a uh, physio. And I had a 108-year-old patient. Imagine being born in 1912 and still being alive to see smartphones and self-driving cars, LOL. Yeah, that's crazy. It is. It's It's crazy to think how quickly technology has advanced in my lifetime. Like, from 1995 to now, technology has advanced. Like, I... I can remember playing Pong on a black and white television and thinking that was like... How does that work? You're yeah. like, how is it on the screen? I it's remember like being magic. blown away by duck hunt technology. I'm like, how does the TV know where I'm aiming the Nintendo gun? I don't get it. I know. Just think about being born in 1912 and playing duck hunt. <laughs> Where's my horse? Who what are these cars? Who's the oldest person? I met some... I don't know for sure. My mom worked at a nursing home, so I'm, and I used to have to go there and volunteer. I say have to, but I'm glad I did. But I met some really old people. I didn't didn't want to go around asking everyone, "Hey, how old are you?" What year are you born? <laughs> but some of them looked really old. <laughs> yeah. Um, we had remember a couple weeks ago, uh, we had the bartender that I met down in. In Florida, Fort Myers Beach at a bar called Hurricane Sandy's. There's a bartender there. I think she's 94 years old. Oh, she is the self-proclaimed oldest bartender in America, right? Yeah, Betty. And I I met her, and then we called down there to see how she was doing during the pandemic, and she was still going. She was behind the bar. In Florida. In Florida (laughs) during a pandemic. She is just walking a tightrope. You know what? Forget the vaccine. Can you just take a vial of blood out of Betty and inject it directly into my veins? (laughs) (laughs) She's had three husbands. You sit there, it's great. Because she's almost been alive 100 years. She's lived through the wars, and she was telling us what that was like, and she was talking about her husbands, plural, three of them. All of them are dead. All lived full lives. That's how old she is. Right. And they all died of old age. Yeah. (laughs) She says she's looking for number four. Mm. Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcasts, and we'll keep talking.